Hello, you've made it to Sending You Hugs. Welcome. Sending You Hugs is a podcast that's all about learning how to build a healthy relationship with yourself, be more in tune with your emotions, free yourself from your limiting beliefs, and learn a healthy patterns of behavior and show up for yourself to embody the person you want to be. This is your host, Allison Day. Let's own the fact that we're not yet who we want to be, but we're on our way there. We're here to elevate ourselves and to transform our life to live life more intention presence and joy so welcome to the second episode i'm so excited that you're here i appreciate you for clicking on the podcast and giving a listen if you enjoyed the podcast make sure that you subscribe i'll be releasing new podcast episodes every monday so this second episode is about the ins and outs wellness edition it's essentially things that i suggest you include more of or include less of in your life but now, before we get into the meat of the podcast episode, I wanted to quickly introduce two new segments. I might include more or introduce more segments in my future episodes, but these are two I want to try out and include for now. So the first segment is something called quote or word of the week. So for each podcast episode, I'll be starting out talking about what my favorite quote or my favorite word of the week is, just to set intention for the week. And the next segment is things I'm grateful for this week. So I'll just be listing things essentially that I'm grateful for. The word of the week is solitude. I don't know what got into me or what pushed me over the edge, but your girl has been in her hermit face for a hot minute now. I've always been such a social butterfly throughout life for my 22 years <laughs> being on this earth. I've gone through my fair share of like being introverted and extroverted and then introverted again and then extroverted. But ever since grade 12 in high school, I've pretty much really got attached to my social butterfly identity and more so been outgoing, easygoing, bubbly personality. But as of recent, I've just been really enjoying time alone. I've just been... um taking time aside to do my own hobbies and thriving being on my own. It's not to say that I don't enjoy hanging out with my friends. I just don't feel the desire to initiate anything in particular or to socialize all that much. I still probably see friends like once or twice a week. Um, The one friend that I do kind of consistently see is my best friend, Emily. I see her maybe once every two weeks just because she's so insanely busy of work. Otherwise, I'll definitely see her more often. But yeah, so my word of the week is solitude. Master the art of being alone. Enjoy your own company. Be your own best friend and focus on yourself. That's the energy that we want to put out there. Now, regarding things I'm grateful for this week. I actually do a five-minute gratitude journal. I start on my day with my five-minute gratitude journal and I end my day with it. For um, the morning routine, you're supposed to list three things you're grateful for. And at the end of the day, you're asked to list three highlights of your day. So this should come pretty easily to me. I've been really just grounded in my gratitude for things. And that definitely has contributed to my overall sense of joy and overall happiness. Um, Some things I'm grateful for this week, I'm really grateful for the fact that I tried out spin. So I tried out spin, a spin class for the first time ever on Sunday last week. 
Now, by the time you're listening to this, it will be probably a week ago. If I'm doing the math correctly, but I'm recording this podcast at like 10:45 p.m. after I just came back from the gym, so maybe the math is not all there. But you should be away a week ago when I tried gym. By the time you're listening, I'm sorry, a week ago that I tried spin class. By the time you're listening to this, it was actually so much fun. I've always heard. Good things about spin from my friends that constantly go to spin class. They always talk about how the instructors have such positive, infectious energy, and that it's just good vibes floating all around.、Um, so my local fitness studio in the city actually was doing an event for Black History Month, where entries for select classes were going towards donations to a black organization. So that's what I signed up for, and I'm really happy that I gave myself the little push I needed, and tried to spend by myself. The only thing was that I was sitting at the back of the class, and there was someone really tall right in front of me, directly also in front of the instructor. So when the instructor was talking about and breaking down the different elementary poses or movements at the beginning of the class that I needed to know for spin class, I couldn't see anything. I was doing my best to visualize what she was talking about, but failing miserably. So I was just looking at the other class attendees and doing my best to follow along. And I surprised myself because I actually cycled or bike for the whole forty-five minutes. It was so much fun. I really pushed myself and challenged myself, and. The such a good sweat session, and an amazing way to just release any stress or negative emotions. So I highly recommend it. The one thing that I didn't know going into spin was just that they. I don't know if it's the specific to this fitness studio and the spin classes there, or it's universal to all spin classes, but it's pretty dim there. Like they they specifically purposefully dim the environment for you, and. Here and there, throughout the session, they turn off the lights completely. So you're literally just biking in the dark, and you're hearing your heavy breathing, the loud, amazing, infectious, very upbeat hype music, the instructor reaffirming and like cheering you up, as well as the other attendees shouting and cheering and expressing themselves really however way they wanted to.、Um, but yeah, I was really surprised by the fact that they literally just dimmed the lights even more. Or turn them off completely throughout the session. I think they do that so that people have a chance to catch their breath or to rest without feeling like they're being scrutinized or judged for you know needing a break. So I also really appreciated that.、Um, in addition to the fact that I try to spin, I'm just overall really grateful for the fact that I've been consistently going to the gym. I go to the gym at least three times a week. I'm really trying to. Um, and bump my frequency to four because that's my ideal frequency. So we'll see how that goes. But as of right now, I'm really grateful because I've just been really good with getting myself to the gym. It's my the highlight of my days,、um, and I have I I enjoy either going by myself or going with my gym buddy. So yeah. Next up, what I'm grateful for, I'm grateful for. Honestly, a lot of things, but I sometimes I gotta be conscious with what I put out on a public sphere,、um, and for public knowledge. So let's think. I'm honestly just grateful for the fact that I've been 
able to take the time to myself and spend so much quality time with myself. Um, I'm actually in my final term of studies at my university. So school is definitely a handful, but it's very manageable at the time being. So I get quite a bit of time to myself, like just free time overall. So I'm really grateful about that because I know a lot of my friends are actually overwhelmed with school. They have so many assignments or midterms um, recently, and they're just slammed with schoolwork. But for me personally, I'm honestly just chilling. Maybe it attributes to my good time management skills. <laughs> Maybe it attributes to the fact that I'm not really socializing as much as before. So I have, I gained, a, I got a lot of my time back. But yeah, school has just been also really good. <laughs> so yeah, I'm grateful for that as well. Okay, now we're going to get into the bulk of the podcast episode, the ins and outs wellness edition. So I'm going to start talking about things that you want less of in your life. First things on the list. Oh, I just want to quickly say that I actually created this table on Notion because I use Notion to organize literally everything in my life. All my notes go in here. So I'm just going to be going through the list. We want less of social media. As we all know by now, social media is so fake. It's literally just a highlight reel of any given person's life. I used to be obsessed with social media. I'm still pretty active on social media just in terms of posting because I love making digital content. Like just making content in general is such a huge passion of mine. And I obviously post on social media. I also post on YouTube. But I go by a different name on YouTube. It's called A Line of Allison. It used to be just my name, Allison Ding, and I rebranded it to Only of Allison. And as of recently, I like last week or so, I changed it with my new YouTube intro to A Line of Allison just because I really liked the name or the sound of that. If this podcast wasn't named Sending You Sending You Hugs, it would have been named A Line of Allison. But I didn't want to make a podcast.、Um, About me necessarily, I don't want to like have the branding be evolved around my name for this podcast. But yeah, with YouTube, I post like lifestyle vlogs on there. That's why my name is actually in the name Alan Allison. Okay, back to what I was saying. <laughs> with social media, I used to be obsessed with it. I got a lot better at it, and nowadays, I honestly don't even check anything. I just post my stories. Um, I maybe occasionally will click through a few of my close friends' stories to see what they're up to,、um, reply to any messages. But honestly, I'm really bad with messages on social media in general.、Um, I don't even go through any of my main feed posts anymore. The only other thing I might use social media for, specifically Instagram in this context, is I use this stuff for inspiration here and there. Now, some people hate their Instagram algorithm. Some people love it. I personally love my Instagram algorithm. It's usually pretty accurate and very spot on with my interests and hobbies and passions. It usually shows me either fashion, beauty, makeup, hairstyle, or nowadays a lot of gym content. So I really like what my Explore feed is showing me most of the time. I don't spend too much time on it. Maybe like ten minutes to twenty minutes at most, and definitely, definitely not every day. I just really pulled away from social media consumption for the past few months, and 
I definitely think it contributes to my overall like betterment of my mental health. So yeah, we want less of social media in 2023 for the rest of the year. We also want less drama, less toxicity. If you have beef with someone, just openly communicate with them. Express how you're feeling or how their actions um, directly affects you or indirectly affects you in a polite, calm manner and just try to resolve the situation through talking it out. Or if the situation is not that serious, work on letting it go. It's not worth holding on to grudges. We also want less of eating out. Now, that's something I personally struggle with a lot. Most of my friends are in very different friend groups. So when I hang out with my friends, I'm usually just hanging out with a friend on a one-on-one setting. And most of the time, we're out to get food just because that's like our go-to or the easiest thing to come up with when you're like, hey, want to hang out? Let's go get food, you know? But I track my expenses on a monthly basis. And when I look back on which category I'd be spending excessive amount of money on that I should definitely pull back on, it's usually food. <laughs> if it's not my car maintenance <laughs> being insanely high, it's food. So I definitely want to eat out less. There are just so many things that you can do with your friends that's not eating out. You guys could be going to um, a museum, check out art gallery, go bowling, go ice skating, rollerblading, go do some pottery, go thrifting together. That's always fun. Go karaoke. The list of activities is endless. I'm sure you can find other things to do that doesn't involve around food. Or you guys can just go chill at each other's houses or go on hogger walks together. But yeah, we want less of eating out because not only is it not healthy for you to be eating out all the time, it's also just not wallet friendly. There are so many other things you can be using your money for. You can be investing that into healthier groceries instead of eating out all the time. We also want less of comparisons. Everybody's timeline different. Everybody's timeline looks different. Everybody's journey looks different. There's no point in comparing yourself to others just to beat yourself up. Positive self-talk is so important. We also want less of staying up late. Now, I personally go to bed around 2. You might say that's, oh, you're still staying up late. That's super late. But for me, that's me going to bed on time. I've always been in Zomiac since I was a kid. My sleep schedule has always been so erratic and just unhealthy for the most part. There were months where I couldn't sleep and I would go to bed consistently day after day at like 5 a.m., 6 a.m. or even 7 a.m. Now, anything you can name, I've probably tried it. I've tried meditating before sleep. I've tried reading before bed. I've tried listening to white noise or like rain or nature sounds (laughs) to help me fall asleep. But the one thing that has single-handedly got on my sleep schedule more back on track or just better than where it was before significantly was waking out and going to the gym. So yeah, in 2023, for the rest of the year, I want to stay up late less <laughs> and just really honor my body and a sleep cycle that I have already established. We also want less of inconsistent eating habits. My eating schedule is still pretty erratic. I don't know if it's something that it's true for most people in their early 20s, <laughs> but I personally, I'll be eating 
breakfast at your typical lunch hour, so like around noon, and then I'll be eating lunch in the late afternoon and dinner in the early evening. But I want to not only improve the timings of when I eat, I also just want to make sure that I eat at more consistent times. So even if I'm eating at like noon, afternoon, and then evening, I want to be eating around the same times every day. So to have a more consistent eating habit. The next thing we want less of for the rest of 2023 is drinking. I know it's very tempting to order booze and just like go ham with your friends while you're out. Um, but, you know, it never hurts to just once in a while order a mocktail. Still join on the fun, but you're not risking getting a beer belly. You're not spending an exuberant amount of money on booze. Drinking is not necessarily bad for you. Just, you know, everything in moderation. I don't drink that much just because I don't actually go out that much. Um, but as of recent, I when I do go out, Whenever I can, I would just order a mocktail instead of an actual cocktail. I literally just enjoy myself more because I do not enjoy the taste of alcohol. And it's cheaper most of the time. The next thing that you want less of is body shaming. I briefly mentioned how um, the way you talk to yourself is very important. You are you. You're unique and you're beautiful. Just the way you are. And nobody else can tell you otherwise. I used to be such a harsh critic with myself with the way i looked with how my skin is with my body type but for the past i want to say half a year i've really been trying to be more kind to myself talk to myself in a more loving understanding compassionate way as i would if i was talking to any friends of mine or to a stranger so no more body shaming for us in 2023 Okay, now we're towards getting towards the bottom of this less off list. We want less limiting beliefs. Let's challenge ourselves. Let's free ourselves from our limiting beliefs. Now, this is a continuous journey, and I'm very excited to just grow with you guys on this podcast. I'm so excited to take you along with me on this ride as I figure my stuff out and as I go on with my personal wellness journey and share with you anything that I learned and hopefully you guys can always walk away from this podcast with something helpful to you that applies to you as well. We're here to just grow and learn, heal, thrive, all that good stuff together. The last thing on the list, we want to get rid of our scarcity mindset. When you believe that there is limited resource of something, if someone else has that something, then you'll feel as if there's less of that thing available to you. And that's absolutely not true. With the scarcity mindset, a lot of times it's about money. So if you believe that money is hard to get, money is hard to maintain, or you can't hold on to money in your bank account, then a lot of times your thoughts will manifest themselves into reality. Your thoughts will become your reality. The way you view yourself, the way you view your world, that is your reality. So instead of the scarcity mindset, let's switch to an abundance mindset. Let's believe that there's abundance of love, abundance of joy, abundance of wealth, and abundance of all the good things that's there to go around. When someone else has that thing, be happy for them because it doesn't mean that there's less for you. Let's be abundant together in 2023. 
Okay, now moving on to my more off list. I'm gonna be going through the first two few things pretty fast compared to how I went over the last off list just because these are more straightforward. We want more podcasts like this one. <laughs> we want more long walks, more meditation, more affirmation, and more workouts. I'm gonna be talking about hobbies that has transformed my life for the better more in detail next episodes. I'm not gonna go into these in this episode. Stuff like meditation, affirmation, workouts. Next up on the list, we want more water. It's important to stay hydrated. Drink your water. Hot girls, stay hydrated. I had a love-hate relationship with water for the longest time. When I was a kid, I used to loathe water. You could not get me to drink water. I would drink anything but water when I was a kid. I would drink pop, like Coke. <laughs> that was an addiction of mine. Um, I would drink soup. I would drink literally any type of fluid that's drinkable and safe for your body without actually consuming water. Like plain water, I mean. And my attitude more or less kind of stayed or fluctuated around that dislike or indifference towards water throughout the years until I picked up working out and picked up um, going to the gym. Now, I apologize if I'm talking about going to the gym a lot in this episode. I promise you I'm not one of those people that make gym their personality. It's definitely one of my favorite hobbies and um, something that I do on a very consistent basis, but I'm definitely not one of those people that make fitness their entire personality. Um, even though I just came back from the gym. <laughs> so yeah, okay, moving on. In correspondence to less of eating out, we want more home-cooked meals in 2023. We want more fruits, more reading, more alone time, more skincare, and more daily journaling. I loved journaling, and I still do. I used to keep physical journals as well as sometimes. If I wasn't doing a physical journal, I had um, a digital journal on this website called Penzu. But that's when I was in high school. That's when I kept the digital journal. For most of the time, I always had a physical journal with me. I would spend half an hour to an hour journaling every day. It's just such an amazing way to really dive into everything that happened during the day and for me to better process um, my emotions. And sometimes it will even give me a fresh perspective on things. It was just very therapeutic, so I highly recommend that you try out journaling if you haven't done so already. Next up on the list, while more do not disturbs, put your phone on do not disturbs or sleep mode. I personally prefer sleep mode. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the darker interface, or just the overall look. I feel less compelled to check my phone when my phone's on sleep mode compared to do not disturbs. But we do not need our phone to be pulling our attention away when we're actually working on something or trying to get something done. Put your phone aside. Set aside time blocks for you to work on things and only focus on a task at hand when you're doing them. And when you have your do not disturbs on, it just helps you with being more concentrated. I personally use this tool called, um, sorry, let me just look up the name so I make sure that I don't fuck it up. Pomo Focus. The Pomo Focus timer is such a great tool. When I was busy with school last term, 
I use this consistently. Unless you set a timer, so I would personally did twenty five minutes of studying and five minutes of break, twenty five minutes studying and then five minutes of break on repeat. So I highly recommend the Pomodoro timer if you want to just be better at time blocking in general, and or um doing that on and off study session. Okay, next up on the list, we want more dreamy playlists. I love music. <laughs> I think for my Spotify Wrapped last year, I was in the top five percentile of listeners in Canada. I beat like ninety five percent of them in terms of listening time. I have so many playlists. I have different playlists for different genres and different vibes, and I especially enjoyed finding like an aesthetic Pinterest cover, a Pinterest photo for my playlist covers, so that fit the vibe and mood of the playlist. Now, when I have more time, I'm definitely gonna go back to all my playlists and try to curate them a little bit more, because with some songs, upon first impression, I'll be like, oh, I really like this, and I throw it into a playlist I think it suits best. But when I listen to that playlist and I hear the song come up again, I'll feel like, oh, it doesn't actually belong here, or I actually don't like this song as much as I thought I did. So yeah, that's something I want to do in the future for sure. We want more dreaming playlists, more positive energy. And more self confidence. Okay, then the last two things on the list. We want more boundary setting. If you don't know what setting boundaries means exactly, it's about defining what's appropriate behavior and your relationships. It's all about openly communicating and asserting your personal values, so that you can better preserve and protect your values. So the people that you interact with don't overstep your boundaries by accident. And it reduces the risk of having your values or things that are important to you compromised or violated. The last thing on my more off list is radical acceptance. I've been really trying to practice radical acceptance. Radical acceptance means practicing a conscious effort to acknowledge and honor difficult situations and emotions. It's about fully accepting things as they are, no matter what they are. I used to be a control freak. I still really like the illusion of control. I think、um, I've been doing pretty well with like incorporating radical acceptance more and more into my daily life. There are just so many things in life that you simply do not have control over. No matter how hard you try, you simply just do not have control over another person's opinions, their thoughts, or their behavior. Or there are so many situations in life that you just do not have control over. You can give your best shot and do your best and be fully prepared, and be charismatic and bring your A game to your job interview. But at the end of the day, you don't have control over the employer's hiring decision. You don't have control over who they ultimately decide to hire. So practice radical acceptance. I think it'll definitely contribute to improving your mental health and overall state of being. So yeah, that's the ins and outs wellness edition all wrapped up. I really hope you enjoyed the second episode. I appreciate you for being here.、Um, I'm really excited for the future of this podcast, and I'm proud of myself for posting.、Um, I don't want to say consistently yet because this is only my second episode, but I already know that I'm going to be posting every Monday. That's my established posting schedule. I'm putting it out there. I'm sticking to it. I'm sticking to my words. 
I'll be releasing a new episode every Monday. So make sure that you subscribe to the podcast. And if you enjoyed it, please feel free to give me a rating on Spotify for this show. I think it helps just overall putting other people onto the podcast and helping with my podcast to thrive in general and to help it grow. So yeah, until next time, I'm sending you lots of hugs. Take care.